Do I sound Irish? Yeah. I'm just an Irish girl. Roho the Rutland bog, the bog down in the valley, oh rare bog the Rutland bog, bog down in the valley, oh. I am recording, by the way. Good. What's an Irish food? Corned beef and cabbage. You want a cabbage? <laughs> you want, you want yeah. Potatoes. Oh, the potato. <laughs> what? The potato. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that all started know. just because I read Shersha Ronan's name. <laughs> Is corned beef and cabbage even like an Irish thing? Or an Irish-American thing? I think so. Because I know like my family eats corned beef and cabbage on uh, like, like St. Patrick's Day. In the United States, consumption of corned beef is often associated with St. Patrick's Day. Corned beef was used as a, a substitute for bacon. By Irish Im- immigrants in the late 19th century. Corned beef and cabbage is the Irish-American variant of the Irish dish of bacon and cabbage. Okay. So it is Irish-American. Corned so. beef is better. I love corned beef and cabbage. Yeah, corned beef is so good. Why is everyone asking if corned beef is healthy? It's obviously not. <laughs> but it's is it delicious? Have you ever looked at it? <laughs> <laughs> Should we start the podcast? <laughs> I don't know, should we? Do you, do you feel like should it? Stop rolling around. <laughs> Let's pray on it. I feel like you, <laughs> you know what, Quinn? I'll pray for you. But that's it. <laughs> that's like a read in Christian. Just, I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you. That's like, uh, what's like the southern diss that it sounds like? Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Or, that's lovely. <laughs> What that really means is eat shit, bitch. <laughs> you slut. <laughs> some movies rule and some movies rock. Some movies win awards, but these ones do not. Some movies that are made are not up to par. We're gonna talk about them on one star. <laughs> this did not make back its budget. Oh no, what was the budget? It was budget was six hundred and fifty thousand, and it made nineteen thousand. Oh no! Oh wait, hold on. There's a weird space. I think it actually made nineteen. Nope, it made twenty five thousand. That's not a lot. Anyway, welcome to One Star. I cannot believe. What percentage of the budget did they make? You expect me to be able to do that? So, nineteen, tw- so twenty thousand. They made twenty six percent back. I think. That's so let's bad. see. Let's see if I did the math right, though. No, it's either twenty six percent or point four percent. It's. I just got it and I got 31%. <laughs> I rounded up though. What? <laughs> no, per- I got 31% again. What percent is 25,000? <laughs> this is really bad. <laughs> okay, this one, this says it's 37%. Guys, we can't do math. We can't do math. Have we made that known yet? But that's okay, because 
That's not what we're here to do. No, but we are here to introduce ourselves. Yes, this is One Star, a bad movie podcast. I'm Lauren. And I cannot be bought. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Is that it? Yep. And my name's Quinn, and that the first sentence was a lie. I'm a sellout if you've ever met one. So hey, uh, shutters. Nope, Squarespace. <laughs> Almost called it Shutterspace. <laughs> Shutterspace. Hit us up. We can be bought. We yeah, we're we're open. Mm-hmm. So today we watched Christian Mingle the movie. No, we just like logged on to Christian Mingle and just like looked at that for a while. We just watched a few infomercials. <laughs> I mean, essentially, that's what this movie is. It's so weird to me that she pays so close attention to infomercials throughout this movie. She's like just watching commercials all the time. But our one star of Christian Mingle the movie is Lacey Chabert from Mean Girls. With other, it actually has a few stars. You got John O'Hurley from A Bunch of Shit. You got Steven Tobolowski, who I know from One Day at a Time. And Corbin Burnson. From Psych. From Psych, who fucking directed and wrote the movie. <laughs> which is so funny, because it is horrible. It's obviously. so bad. It's not It's also good. so just, like, weird that he was the writer and director. It, it doesn't feel right. There's something about it that it just feels strange to me. And I can't put my finger on it. Like, do you think Christian Mingle paid him to write this? I think Christian Mingle definitely has, like, paid either... Yeah. This is definitely, like, either they, like, commissioned him to do it or... They paid a lot of money. You know what I mean? Is there a way to, like, know for sure? I don't know. We don't do our research beforehand. (laughs) If you haven't been able to tell. Why would we prepare? Get out of here with your nonsense expectations. It was distributed by a Christian distribution company, so... Well, that makes sense. Oh, Common Sense Media? They did, like, God's Not Dead, too. In that wild movie. They had a cinematographer? Why, when I read that, I thought it said choreographer? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, when you said it to me, it's like, I guess most movies do. But I, like, read it, and I just thought choreography, because it's right under music by, and it's a cinematography, and I was like, when was there dancing? Yeah, I'm not getting any history on this movie. But I genuinely want to know, did Corbin Burnson, was he sitting there and he's like, I have an idea. Or did some, did Christian Mingle like approach somebody <laughs> and he's like, make a movie about our fucking site. Also, I'm signing up for Christian Mingle right now. No, you're not. I have Oh my up. God. <laughs> Let's go through this process. So I'm going to use my fate or my secondary email because I don't want to get the... Oh my god, oh no, Corbin. This is his fifth faith-based movie. I guess I didn't know he was like a big Christian. These films come out of me, out of my journey. (laughs) 
It goes so, beyond money, beyond ego, beyond fame. Was this his first one? No, this is his fifth one. So I guess he did just like was sitting there and was like, yeah, I'm going to write a movie about Christian Mingle. He wanted a Christian movie that was a romantic comedy. I'm halfway through this sign up. Wait, why aren't you why aren't you narrating it? So, so far I put in my email and then I put in my name and now I have to choose a photo. Let's see what I have on my laptop. <laughs> Probably the one I used for my fake ID. <laughs> photos there fuck where are my photos i mean fudge (laughs) (laughs) oh fork okay for some reason the two photos i see on my um thing are a screenshot of a character in the wings club and then a photo of our previous guest rg in a whoopee cushion costume wait can i see that (laughs) yeah you can oh wait it's gonna make me post it (laughs) 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 yeah i think i'm not gonna use that one wait i almost found one though from back when i did a um dance marathon for cancer kids so i think they'll like that they'll like that right yeah or should should i use the photo of me when i was prom king oh wow you actually haven't mentioned that on this podcast i don't think oh god how did it take me so long i don't know Uh, here, I'm using the one that looks like I'm giving a TED talk. I think that's good. Yeah, it's a. Oh, yeah. Oh, you look oh. very Christian. I look Christian in it, but what I'm really doing is lip syncing to Breaking Free on stage. What? <laughs> Don't ask. Don't I worry about it. I never knew what the story was behind that picture. Oh, yeah. I am performing high school musical, <laughs> lip syncing along to the whole thing. But, like, I'm, like, in, like, an argyle sweater. No, I thought you were, like, giving a speech of some sort. Where? Was that in high school or in college? No, that was in college. (laughs) Don't worry about how I got there. (laughs) What what religion am I? They have options? Yeah. So, we can say... Let me see. I want to see it. Anglican Apostolic... Apostolic, there it is. Assembly of God, Baptist, Catholic, Charismatic. I'm picking that one. <laughs> what does that mean? Not sure yet. I don't, can you look up what Charismatic is? It won't let me put in my height, though, which sucks because that's like really my best feature. Should I lie or should I like be honest right now? Hey, wait. Charismatic Christianity is an actual thing. Is it really? It emphasizes the work of the Holy Spirit, spiritual gifts, and modern day miracles as an everyday part of the believer's life. I put, I'm, said I'm charismatic and I say I go every week. Well, I want to see. I don't have kids. My Should I lie about my occupation or just student? Student. Podcaster? <laughs> student. Do I want kids? What do you think? Yes. Don't want kids, but welcome yours. That is yeah. the, <laughs> the option. Level of education, some college. We're still there yet. Let me put in my height. It's the only thing I have going for me. Ugh, I had to skip over. Tell us about yourself. What's a short summary about me? I'm 6'3". So their examples are, I like spending the weekend dot dot dot. 
for me, being a Christian means dot, dot, dot. In the next five years, I want to be dot, dot, dot. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's do it. Uh, what was the first one? I like spending the weekend. Uh, how do you like spending the weekend? I like spending the weekend. Going to church. Cookie shops. <laughs> <laughs> but only ordering black coffee. <laughs> well, there. <laughs> You're just going to hear an obnoxious typing. Perfect. We'll just relate it to the movie. Yeah. Oh, I can choose interests. So sports and fitness. What is this? What's a, what's the most Christian sport? Golf. Pilates. <laughs> bird watching. Found it. <laughs> I like to bird watch and bowl. I'm going to say that. Bowl. Well, I actually do love to bowl. Yeah. I want to go bowling sometimes. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Okay, activities. Um, let's see what we have. Sewing and crafts. Um, stock trading. And meditation. What was that? What? What was the cat like the question? Acti- what activities do you uh, like? And I can pick. They have options. So I like to meditate, sew, and then trade stocks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Entertainment. So let's say um, origami, um, do it yourself, and antiquing. I think it, this is fun. This is an idealized version of me. Oh, oh no. are, are you caught on a cord? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so for travel, ooh, faith tourism. <laughs> Faith, tourism, and let's see some national monuments. What kind of music do I like? Why isn't there a Christian music category on Christian Mingle? Um, do metal. Metal and jazz. (laughs) (laughs) Eats and drinks. Oh, coffee geek. Hot sauce. (laughs) And meatitarian. I'm seeking. Oh, I can choose men and women. Oh, we'll say wow. both. <laughs> Every age, eighteen <laughs> to seventy-five plus. I'm honestly very shocked that they let you put both. Let's see, five hundred miles. I'll go anywhere. Why does it make? Why can you go up to five hundred miles? That is ridiculous. I'll, I'll do any religion. I'm not picky. Or do I only want another charismatic? <laughs> no, no, no. Any religion. Any religion. Yeah. Relationship type. Um, we'll go for all of them, right? Yeah, yeah. Do we want to go to advanced preferences? Absolutely. Okay. Height. Ooh. See, I don't want any shorties. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I'm picky about. So, oh, sorry, only six foot and above. <laughs> Level of education. We can do anything. Only church. PhDs. I only want people to go several times, or every week. Only PhDs. <laughs> You're right. Smoking habits. I want someone who's trying to quit. (laughs) Like, I want to be able to fix them a little bit. But they're already on their path, so I don't have to put on too much work. Drink frequently, though. Have kids. um, Have grown children. Willingness to really locate. 
I'd relocate. I'll move. I'm cool with that. Ooh, marital status, sadly, there's not an already married. I'm going to pick widowed. Language. Do not speak English. <laughs> no, we'll we'll leave language open. I don't want all features. I'm poor. But they're not giving me an option to not get all features. Do you have to pay for Christian Mingle? Oh my god. It's $25 a month. You have to pay $25 a month. Wait, no I don't. It's letting me skip it, I think. How likely am I re- going to Rebecca? How likely am I going to recommend them to a friend or colleague? Ten, right? Yeah. yeah I, uh, Lauren, you should try Christian Mingle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see who's there for me. <laughs> oh my god. We have. I want someone far away. <laughs> Who's my, my greatest percentage of match is Harris from which one's IA? What state is that? I think Indiana. Is it or is it Iowa? I don't know. Great. Somehow he's 18 but also has grown children, which is exactly what I'm looking for. <laughs> He also said that he also says that he's widowed. Ah, see, look, we're we're perfect for each other. I'm a Christian. I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. I mess up, but God's grace is bigger than my sins. Because he also put he's a ninth grade school teacher who also has a PhD, a, a PhD, and is eighteen years old. Do you think this was a joke account as this well? Is absolutely a joke. This account. feels like another joke account. God damn it, Harris! I'm looking for something <laughs> real. Who of these looks like a real one? Uh, John. Oh, they, there's nothing going on in that profile. Do you only put one picture? You can put more, but, like, that was, like, a lot for me. You know what? Do you want to talk about the movie now? We'll we'll leave this open, see if anyone hits me up. Oh, <laughs> we'll check back in on Christian Mingle at the end. So, so there was a question in this. I'm reading this interview of Corbin Benson. Okay. And there was a question. Um, was there a specific light bulb moment when you connected Christian Mingle advertising to the idea of writing a screenplay for a romantic comedy? And he said, I was at a faith and film summit here in Los Angeles sponsored by Variety. <laughs> Got a shout out, Variety. I happened to meet these guys from Christian Mingle, and the idea just came out of my mouth. What about a girl who is tired of dating? She sees a Christian Mingle commercial and thinks, those guys look great. So she goes online, fibs a little bit, as she fills out the application, and she meets... That's the whole plot! (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, there's one problem. She is weak in her Christian faith, so she has to fake her way through it just to get a chance with this guy. That was the inspiration. I wanted to do something a little bit different. I wanted to do a romantic comedy. So he just saw these people from Christian Mingle and then just told them the entire plot of the movie he hadn't written yet. But, like, it's not just, like, she's weak in her Christian... She's just not Christian she's at all. She's not Christian at all. Oh, so I Which just... I was not expecting at all going into this movie. I just found the Faith in Film International Screenwriting Competition. So, you want to write a movie? <laughs> Absolutely. Um... Here, we'll, we'll get to that. When, wait. The question is, when you wrote the character of Matt, 
Did you immediately think that's my role? <laughs> For, we're gonna get into it, but Matt is just a bike repairman. <laughs> Who's in for 10 seconds at most? That's a funny story. This is a, his answer. Okay. That's a funny story, actually. I originally rode this with an urban setting in Chicago. I had Gwyneth riding the L train every day to work, and on the train she sees an old lady always smiling, smiling who wears a cross. That gives Gwyneth the idea <laughs> for wearing cross earrings, but that old woman turned... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, but that old woman turned into Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing a cross on his chest. The idea was that there are a people of faith in her everyday life doing normal routine things. The L train became a bicycle, by the way. We didn't have enough budget. <laughs> and the old lady becomes Matt, the bike shop guy. All of a sudden, Gwyneth thinks, wow, this guy's been fixing my bike for years and I never noticed he wears a cross. And of course, it let me put myself in the movie in my little <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock moment. <laughs> Laughs. It is interesting because I'm the guy who doesn't say anything about my faith. I just talk about my wife, who I've loved forever. And while Gwyneth is in my bike shop, the ad comes on Christian Mingle saying, It's your time to act. Your time. Your time to act. Um, his favorite line in the movie is in the breakup scene when Gwyneth says, I like you. I like you so much. And he says, me too. My favorite moment in the movie was also the breakup scene where he goes... I'll pray for you, but never talk to me again. <laughs> Sorry for all the sniffing. We're I feel both like I gotta ill. Blow my nose again. <laughs> I spent the weekend with a cat, and I just have a horrid cold. Lauren's blowing her nose, so that means it's my time. <laughs> I could do anything I want. What should I do? I don't know. I'll talk in the next set now. No. Off one. This is more podcast now. <laughs> I think it was a mix of Australian with like a little cockney and a little like tone deafness when it comes to hearing accents. That's really what it was. Okay. So the movie. Let's hop right in. So Christian Mingle. Let's take a leap of faith. You could say. Lauren's not laughing, but I thought it was funny. Just a leap of faith, just in general? Just into the movie. Right. Oh, so she starts on a date with a douchey non-Christian. I'm, wait, I'm trying to see what um, star rating it gave for me. 55%. Ooh. Thank you, Netflix. I mean, it does seem up your alley in that terms. I know that's why I was nervous. I figured it would be higher. <laughs> Since I don't listen, I don't watch anything any religion related. Let's see. For me, it doesn't. It's not saying mine. On crazy ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Mine's not coming up because I was like, it's. A, I watched it. <laughs> We could honestly, looking at all these Christian movies, we have like a lot of material if we ever need it. If we ever need to hit a mega. Yeah. Okay, but she's on a date. Yes. And he's like a douchey guy. He's like looking at another girl. But this is this problem starts here and then continues throughout the movie where she's kind of just sucks. She's really like just like not 
a likable person. She's like just going on and on about, oh, I went to France and France changed me. French? Oh. Wait, how did she say? The fromage. The fromage. The wine. This is on a first date and she's just being like so pretentious. Like, I don't blame the guy. I would want out too. Yeah. And then she. So was he lying or did he go to hit on someone? I, no, it seemed like it was somebody he knew, because that's what he said, and I, I had no reason to not believe that. But as soon as she walked away, she he was, or uh, as soon as he walked away, she was like, oh, like, classic man. Yeah. So it made it seem like he was lying, but also, also, we forgot how it really starts, is the voiceover at the beginning. Oh, yeah. What did it say? I don't remember. I just remember I found him. With a capital H. <laughs> is all I wrote down. It was a lot. It was a whole lot. They they do that a lot. Just the him. Him. So who? Him. Just say Jesus, you cowards. <laughs> we all know what you're talking about. <laughs> and uh, so then there's, he was talking about stinky cheese. And Yeah, he's like, it clogs the pipes. And he says, I love stinky cheese, but it clogs the pipes. And then, uh... And first of all, you're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? And then she's, like, with her friends at the same bar for some reason? Because I guess they were waiting for her. I guess he just left, and then she was like, hey, guys, come to this bar, because I don't want to leave, apparently. And apparently he's a well-off gastrointestinologist. I think that's what it is. Uh, so he did mean... What you, think yeah. means, what you think you meant? For, I honestly took it as like, you know how some people get like whiskey dick? I thought he like it's <laughs> no. cheese, like cheese causes his erectile dysfunction. It enhances it. <laughs> that's how I took it at least. That's, uh, okay. I was going to say that's fair, but is it? It's not. It's stupid. <laughs> If, if so far, this episode, we've proven how dumb I really am. <laughs> so, we're, like, not even into this episode yet. So, uh, so she's talking about she's talking to her friends about how she's the one that's not married yet. Yeah. Or engaged. <laughs> They're like, don't, don't forget Anne-Marie, that <laughs> ugly bitch. <laughs> so she goes, what'd she say? I'm the, I'm gonna be... Left behind. Yeah, the one left behind, I oh. guess. <laughs> And then they were, oh, we always thought Anne-Marie would be the one that's left behind. Yeah. Because fuck Anne-Marie. <laughs> and then Anne-Marie gets engaged. Oh, no. No. But then before before then, she was talking to her friends and she said, I just want a guy to look at me for 10 seconds and, and smile. smile. So, you know, start so, a guy with our standards. <laughs> the bar is on the floor. <laughs> Honestly, I think it's I think it's too high because she's so mean to people around her. I don't. I was like, you expect a guy to look at you for a whole ten seconds? Come on, and then smile after listening to the things that come out of your <laughs> mouth. Um. So then she goes to the office. Does is that what, no? She's also, but she's like, no. She's still like, she sees Anne Marie's engaged. Oh yeah, she's and at home. And then she's she watching eats- TV, but only the commercials. <laughs> yeah. And then she eats a bite of uh, cookies so that we can know that her life is falling apart. Because <laughs> she ate one bite of a peanut butter cookie. And there's this one infomercial where this guy's holding a book. And he's like, stop being poor. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't weird. And then 
eventually... I think this movie really has a vendetta against advertising, even though it is just one long commercial. And also, even though the fact that she is an ad... She, that's her job? Well, she, like, she, she quits in the end, and I think we're supposed to be like, oh, yep, she was working in that evil advertising business. But also, a commercial is what helps her find God yeah. and her love. And this movie is a commercial. And this movie is just a commercial for Christian Mingle. Yeah. So, uh, there's like a bunch of commercials. She sees the Christian Mingle one. She's like, yeah, right. Turns it off. Then she goes to work. And she goes to work and her office just like straight up looks like a dorm room. <laughs> it's got her fucking initials. It has like a big like, wait, what's her name? Gwyneth Hayden. Hayden. And there's a big GH in, like, pretty writing on her walls. Like, absolutely not. You can't trust someone with two first names. No. Like, in the, like, the Jim Bob way, but also, like, with their last name's a first name. <laughs> They're always up to no good. Is Hayden even a last name? Maybe. Whatever. And also, obviously, no one likes anyone named Gwyneth. <laughs> <laughs> that goes without saying. Except for Gwen Stacy. Yeah, but it's Gwen. It's Gwenda. It's, it's Gwanda, in Gwanda. fact. Gwanda. So, um... <laughs> so then... She has a friend. She... Yeah, Pam? Yeah, Pam. Who is not named in the movie. We had to look that up. He says Pamela later. He goes, Pamela, get me coffee! Because we're, we're introduced to the boss at this point. As the only... Actually, never mind. Is this Lazy Bear White? I don't know. Anyway, that's not important. I'm saying that because there's, like, this weird, like, racist undertone for this whole movie. The whole movie. And it shifts to different ethnic backgrounds. <laughs> it's not just one. Because, like, first of all, Pam's black and she like only exists to like serve other people oh entirely yeah so that's that's the first part that feels gross that happens in a lot of movies and then she goes to like this majority black church later on that also feels kind of weird yeah her she uh yeah the chinese restaurant i forgot about that the whole mexican Going to Mexico thing. Everything, every time a movie's like, look how exotic sushi is. It's so strange to me. It's so, yeah. And they were playing this very, like, stereotypical music. Just a little too loud. It was a little too loud, which made it feel non-diegetic. And yeah. that was the issue. Like, it could have been the music in the bathroom, but it was so loud. <laughs> so, like, they could have just, like, had it really light, and then in the background, it was like, oh, it's just the music playing at the restaurant. But it was so loud, it felt, like, extra added in. Yeah. It, it was like, look, they're at ethnic restaurant. <laughs> She's so well-rounded and cultured. And he's, like, he feels like... In, in my mind, he should have an, a southern accent because, like, his entire personality is, like, from, like, the small Kentucky like town. De- I was going to say Mississippi. Yeah. And just, like, his mom is definitely, like, a southern Christian lady. You know that, like, show that was on for a little bit, like, GCB, Good Christian B- Bitches or whatever, with Kristen Chenoweth? 
No. Okay, there was a show called, like, GCB. It was Good Christian Bitches, and she seemed like she would belong in that group. I feel like uh, Christian Chenoweth would be amazing as... I mean, Christian Chenoweth is amazing in whatever she's in. But I feel like that would have improved this movie. Did you watch um, Trial and Error? It's so good. I highly recommend it. She's in the second season. I'll watch basically anything with Christian Chenoweth. The first season is John Lithgow. Like, like Descendants. <laughs> no, we can't reference <laughs> Descendants in at least one episode. We have to do it. Every episode. All right. So, um... So, after she goes home from work... Well, they get that, they get that like, assignment. Oh, yeah. And she... So, this is... We're introduced to her not believing infomercial products earlier when a commercial for minute-a-day weight loss mm-hmm. workouts comes on, and she's like, that's not even the same person. Although it did kind of look like the same person. <laughs> it definitely could have been the same person. And then, uh, so, the boss is bald. Mm-hmm. And they have this client for a just a hair growth company. Yeah, or it, it seems like he does like a lot of products. Yeah, like because they like knew who he was. So and like his newest one is like hair, a baldness cure. Yeah, so he's gonna cure everyone of their baldness, and the boss wants to have wants to advertise for them because they're an advertised company and. Lacey Chabert is like, no. I don't believe in this product. I don't believe in this product. And he's like, well, that's not your job to believe in a product. (laughs) Your job is to advertise it. She's like, it's impossible. She keeps like yelling at people who think it might be real. It's like, it's impossible. It's like, I'm sorry, are you a scientist? Like, I don't believe in the product either, but she's never seen anyone like test it out or anything. And she just like, just says it doesn't work. Yeah. But... So she gets that assignment, and then she, like, goes home, sees another Christian Mingle ad. Yeah, and then that's it. She just decides to sign up. Despite not being Christian. No, I wrote down, she's not Christian, she's just horny. (laughs) Well, she picked the worst side if she's horny. Yeah. She just wants to get hitched. Mm Mm-hmm. And so she signs up, does a similar process we went through. Yeah. Lies. Yeah, exactly what we did. Yep. She was making shit up. Um, she, when it said, like, what church do you go to? She put God's church. <laughs> that was her best with, idea. With a lowercase g. <laughs> which would have set anyone off looking at her profile. You. That's when you know. That's when you know. Also, I just like looking at the phrase God's church, I'd go, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, I... Yeah, how did Paul not... How did Paul believe that? Paul's a little dumb. Paul's real dumb. He's a little dumb. And then uh, she doesn't... It says when the picture part, she didn't have a picture already taken of her. And she, like, tried to but couldn't for some reason. And she's like, yeah, just like, like, who is signing up for something? And it says, like, who clicks the take a picture option? Who just doesn't have, like, a readily available picture of themselves? And it's like, that... I op- that option of like oh choose a picture or take a picture who chooses take a picture <laughs> maybe I should have she was like in pajamas maybe I should have when I was making my Christian Mingle account just yeah. then you should have yeah <laughs> I look I, I think we need to describe how ridiculous I look right now so I got up late 
And I just threw on clothes and a hat. And so this hat, I'm, I couldn't find my normal hat I usually wear. And so I'm wearing this hat I just got. And it is a little too small for my head, for sure. And my, I, I couldn't keep it over my ears because it was very constricting. So my ears are like popping out. My forehead is, just looks bigger than it ever has. So that's what I've got going on right now. It doesn't look quite as bad as you're describing. It does. It does. I was there. I went to the bathroom. There was a mirror in it. I had to take a moment of self-reflection as I sat there. I know how I look. I haven't shaved in a while. It's not good. (laughs) But anyway... So, uh, yeah, you should have taken the picture. <laughs> Get all the Christian boys and girls. Uh, okay. So she signs up and she gets a date pretty instantly. Even though, she, oh, the picture she picks is this horrible one with her with like side swept bangs. Very clearly, like from 2004. <laughs> it's like 10 years old. Or yeah. Sideswept oh, bangs were never a good idea. As someone who had them, <gasps> did you have them? I, I did kind of as much as you could for curly hair, because <laughs> when they were curly, you couldn't hear it. You couldn't hear it. <laughs> what? You couldn't tell. <laughs> I started reading something before I finished that <laughs> sentence. You couldn't tell when they were curly, but I would straighten them and I would put them that way. Oh my god. It was like in 8th grade or 7th grade. I have to see a picture. I'm trying to look for one. Okay, good. Because I wasn't going to give you an option to not show me. This will not be something that I tweet on, by the way. (laughs) This this one's just for us. I will try to describe it in the most detail I can. Um, See, here's one with... Where it's curly... And you can kind of tell. Oh my god. (laughs) What? I'm wearing a cross in this picture. (laughs) Stop. This is actually... My hair is very short in this picture. This was my 16th birthday when my parents gave me a car. You were 16? I look real young in this picture. You look like a little baby. I know. Which is funny because, like, other pictures of me, like, I, I, if you look at, it, this picture is bad. If you look at me, a picture of, like, eighth grade, I don't look like I aged at all. <laughs> the bang is horrible. The I'm bang so is sorry. So bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. Here. There's one picture I have in mind, definitely from middle school. The picture I'm thinking of is, like, gone. I think it was because it was on MySpace. <laughs> I, but I'm not one. I can't speak for bad hair in high school because mine was horrible. I had a full-on bowl cut. I was, like, <laughs> Justin Bieber, but, like, worse. The only bang I ever have, is it's, like, longer, so it's not even really a bang. No, but I used to have literally, like... Like covering one eye? Like almost. <laughs> and I would straighten them, but all, none of those pictures cease to exist, I guess. Lucky you. I know, because they were all on MySpace. Because <laughs> that's when I had them. I also have very little control of my hair at any point. 
That's time. fair. That's very fair. I don't really right now either. Obviously. So, like, how old do you think I am? In, well, this is in eighth grade. It's actually, yo, yeah, yeah. You grade. look pretty similar. Right? Yeah. I don't, I have not aged really much like, at Honestly, all. like, uh, your eyebrows are better and your hair is, but, uh, like, other than that. Yeah, no, same face. Like, just look at this cousin. Okay? Yeah. Do you want to see a picture of that cousin now? Yeah. Fully grown. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, just an actual 17-year-old girl now. <laughs> She's not quite an adult, but, you know. <laughs> All right. Now that we went through that. Where were we? Her taking the picture, because the picture was so bad. We gotta, we gotta make this a little bit quicker. A little bit. <laughs> so, um, she starts making shit up, and she goes out and she gets a date and goes and buys a Christianity for Dummies book. D- yeah, oh yeah, she does do that before. And then we have our first date. At the cookie place. So they go to a cookie place. Um, she's sitting there, presumably waiting for like, uh, I don't think they specified, but he was late. So she had gone to the coffee shop and was there waiting for a period of time. Then he comes, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, sorry, I'm late. And then he's like, do you want a cookie? And she was like, no, just a black coffee. But it's like, how long have you been there, and you've just been sitting there, and you didn't buy a coffee? Women can't have money. Yeah, women don't buy things. On it's dates. Like it's illegal for women to carry money. But it's like you've. But it's, she's just been sitting at the co- like. Who goes to a coffee shop and just sits down and doesn't buy anything? And then he still buys a cookie. <laughs> and gets her a black coffee. And then she um, she goes. I don't eat cookies. Even though we have already seen her eat a cookie. Yeah. And then she prays. For the black coffee. That's, like, the part where she's, like, overdoing it already. Yeah. So she's, like, does this weird prayer, and he's, like, wow, I've never prayed over coffee before. So it's, like, okay, red flag right there that she was possibly lying. And she, like, forgets to say amen. All the time. She never learns to say amen. Which is weird, because, like, even, like, I feel like a non-Christian, like, gets it. Yeah. And she had been to church at this point. They when they well not at this point but they went to church and then to dinner and then she does the prayer and she doesn't say amen like you went to church yeah they say it literally all the time all the time oh sorry how dare you <laughs> and then um I also wrote down are they supposed to have chemistry because they're flat <laughs> they're so f- flat and then it's like oh then at the end they're like I like you and it's like but why when when did you do anything to like each other. They, it's, none of, neither of them seem interested in the other person. Yeah, not at all. And then, uh. Oh, and he keeps call. he talks about rock stardom briefly. Yeah, like, he wanted to be a rock star. But it's never brought up again. And she's like, oh, you play music. And he was like, I, well, I wanted to perform. <laughs> or enter, an entertainer. He just vaguely references wanting to entertain, which makes me think he's a reformed porn star. <laughs> Personally, I feel like you're not wrong. There's no proof I'm not. <laughs> and then, and then he keeps calling his dad Papa <laughs> and Mama. He's like me, pop my Papa. He's like, oh, sorry, Dad. 
<laughs> Which, red flag, honestly. But um, he is also the whitest guy I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he's... And the way he dresses. He owns, like, four shirts. <laughs> and... But I think two. I also feel like... I think he owns four, but only wears two of them. <laughs> I think he would have fit better even in a Mormon movie. Oh, yeah. He just gives me that vibe. And then... Uh, do they go on another date before the Bible study? Yeah, they go. that's when they have sushi. Oh, I they didn't write anything first. down for the sushi then. It was just like, yeah. It, he's like... I hate it when movies are like, oh, sushi, what? I've never even heard of this. It's like, How just exotic. go outside. <laughs> it's not new. It's then, not. And he's like, oh, I can't use chopsticks. I'm going to stab it with it. Which is just like, oh, it's just like the same thing every time. And he's like, I don't actually like sushi, but I wanted, I wanted to try it. And it's like, you could have told her that. Yeah. She could have gotten not what she got. Also, there wasn't that much sushi on the plate. Order something else. Yeah. <laughs> and but it was sashimi. Sorry. <laughs> wasn't even the good sushi. Like, get, like, something with, like, tempura shrimp and, like, a sauce on it, you know? Yeah. Like, something that, I mean, there are sushi, like, rolls that are for beginners. Yeah. Like, there's cooked sushi. Yeah. You don't need to just... Start with raw tuna. You don't need to start with just rice and fish. <laughs> like, that's that's the more... It's simple, but it's the more advanced sushi. Yeah. Is it raw tuna? Yeah. Okay. So, I, okay, cool. Or salmon. Or I think it was tuna. She likes the uni ones the best, though. Oh, well. Uh, the, I just don't understand her character, really. I don't know what's going on with her. Cause she, she's like, a workaholic, but also she left work. But hates her job? And quits at yeah. the end. But, and she's, like, modern and advanced, but at the same time, like, is, like, very traditionalist. And eats cookies and then lies about it. <laughs> That's, like, a whole part of the movie. Yeah. Like, it it's, comes up a it lot. It seems ridiculous, it, but it comes up. It seems like I, I'm just, like, harping on this one little thing that happened, but it happens frequently where it's mentioned that she cannot eat cookies specifically cookies and then yet is always eating them but what she does like is cake and steak <laughs> we'll get there so then the, the, she like is occasionally talking to pam and then her other group of friends that occasionally pops in barely they're all unnamed <laughs> and yeah i couldn't t- except for Anne marie and I think Amory is just some she, random person. We just see her a photo of her. She's not even that ugly. Yeah, she like what was? Why? Why did Anne Marie have to be lasted? What's Anne Marie's deal? <laughs> <laughs> um, why is she so awful? But then the best scene in the movie happens when their next date they go to Bible study. Yes, and. The best line in the entire movie happens. He's, he's introducing them to her, his friends. He's like, this is Jimmy and Jathryn Jones. <laughs> <laughs> They're newlyweds, and this is their beautiful home. And they go, praise the Lord. And she goes, praise the Lord. And then he's like, this is Kay and Casey. Couldn't tell you, I don't know. Catherton. And they're like, Casey's pregnant. And then, and then she goes, my belly. <laughs> <laughs> not 
in my belly. Not, yep. Not, yes, yes, I am. Can't you tell? None of that. Not like, oh, haha, I don't think I'm showing at all. Even Not though. just my belly. And then like a fun little point and a shimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, so, she, okay, she's pregnant now. Mm-hmm. And she's so this is the like, same size in Mexico. We're assuming yeah. this is like January, right? Ja- yeah, January or February. Yeah. I think they go to Mexico in like what? Spring. Spring. At least. Like May? And maybe? she's like very pregnant. She's very pregnant at the beginning. So like February. And then she's very pregnant again later in May. Yeah. Ish. Or is it the summer? I don't It's. I think it's. I will say. I think they said spring maybe. I vaguely remember that being said. I think I said it. (laughs) 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 I think it was spring, so like maybe like April, May. Yeah, but she's so So I guess like that could fit February. That's still like that's a lot. Like she's like ready to pop in February. Yeah, it felt like. Mm -hmm. And then she was still pregnant in May. (laughs) Then we'll get to her birth. (laughs) (laughs) We will get to that. (laughs) We will get to that. Then you meet Kel Kel from Bible Camp, who. It is very thickly implied that they banged at Bible Camp. Oh, it's it's laid on there. But she, he goes, uh, "This is Kel Kel." Which write write that, and you know. And she goes, "Hi, hi." And then she does the stupidest wave I've ever seen. She only waves her index finger and wave, but she just like just one you, two. How hi, do you hi. describe what this? As if doing like a. Bicep curl, <laughs> but only finger. with your index finger, <laughs> and it's pointing up. <laughs> so if that made any sense, um, and she does it multiple times, multiple times, and then she go, he goes, oh, she has multiple stories for a Bible camp, and she was like, oh, but we won't get into that. And it's like they totally fucked that Bible camp. And Kelly, Kel Kel, sorry, Kel Kel, how dare I? <laughs> It's still into him big time, and you oh, can tell. and you can tell immediately. Yeah. Even though I don't think she has a line. <laughs> Except for when she hi, answers hi. the questions in Spanish and says, hi, hi. I think that's her only line. I kind of want to... I don't know how to... I think she has that. a little more. Because, like, when, when it's revealed later that they're dating, she oh. says some stuff. I don't know if she does. She does. I remember. So, um... Oh, he's wearing the same dress shirt that he wore to sushi. Yeah. And also to the coffee date, I believe. <laughs> and um, so then they're walking. This is their third day. And they're walking, and it's, like, very dark, like 9 p.m. And they walk past a barber shop called The Haircutters. And it's open, and someone is getting a haircut, and it's like just in the middle it's of like the night, ten p.m. <laughs> and then they have a talk, and um, she's he like compliments her, and she's like, "Oh, you're working hard for that midnight kiss." Mm-hmm. The kiss, yeah. And he goes, "Nope, no." And she's like, "Oh, okay, no kiss." And, and then they make out. And then, no, that's a strong word. That, that, you're right. That was, And then they peck. And then they, 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 they hold a peck for a few seconds. <laughs> Which was weird. Cause <laughs> so, it goes, so, he's like, so she goes, well, then no kiss. And then he kisses her. And then she says, you're a meanie. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it meant. I don't know what any of that. So, like, is she saying you're a meanie because the whole time he was complimenting her to get a kiss? I don't think he was because that didn't feel. That's not the way it came. His character, yeah. So I don't know why she said you're a meanie. She just wanted to. She was so flustered because the peck was so amazing. Um, so then she goes shopping with her friends to buy an outfit for church. Oh my god! And she buys the worst thing I've ever seen. I know it's supposed to be like, oh, she dressed like a little dowdy, but. It is all beige everywhere. And it's supposed to... Everyone that interacts with her is like, this is not what you wear to church. You're still a person. You don't need to wear all beige and frumpy clothes. And so, like, my experience with going to church, because I did, like, twice a week for, like, ten years or something. More than that. um, People, like, don't, like, put on, like, full-on dresses and, like, ties and suits. Like, Like, that's not... what would you wear? Just, like, whatever. Like, I wouldn't, like, not come in, like, basketball shorts, but, like, <laughs> like, like jeans is fine. I feel, if I was going to church, my mom would make me wear, like, a little bit nicer. Like, I'd have to wear, if it was Christian, not Christian, if it was Christmas. Oh, this is excluding Easter. Christmas and yeah, Easter. Christmas and Easter, you have to dress to the fucking nines. Yeah, but just, like, a regular mask. Like, I'm not saying you, like, can wear, like, gym clothes, but, like. They're, like, in full-on suits, and that's yeah, not what it was. My mom would make me dress up a little bit more. Like, I'd have to put on a skirt mm-hmm. or a dress or something. Um, was it all beige? I was not, yes. All, well, my whole wardrobe is beige. <laughs> um, I would not be... My mom would not let me wear jeans, too. Uh, I could wear jeans. But also, I, we never went to... We went to church a lot when I was growing up, and then we, like, abruptly stopped mm-hmm. and became Christian Christmas Easter people. And then uh, lately we've just dropped that. Because <laughs> both my parents were raised very Catholic. And both went to Catholic school. Mm-hmm. And then it's, when I was being raised, my parent, my grandparents were still like like Eucharist people. Wait, that's what that's called, right? When you hand out the... When you get the snack halfway through. <laughs> when you give out the snack. <laughs> um, so they did that. And my grandpa worked at the church, so we went a lot. And then he retired, and then we just kind of stopped going. And mm-hmm. it was like, well, whatever. And then... So, yeah, she goes to church. She, meets, she goes to church. She meets the parents, and Kel-Kel's there, obviously. Obviously. And Kel... And, and Mama... Puts and Mama and Papa. Mama puts, puts her arm around Kel-Kel and says, Have you met our Kel-Kel? So Mama's team Mama's, Kel-Kel. Mama's team Kel-Kel. Who's played by Chandler's mom from Friends. She's in other stuff, I'm sure, but that's where I recognize her. Um, and, they, and then they go to Steak and Cake. <laughs> this is the weirdest scene. This is so fucking surreal. <laughs> because they're like... Let's go to Steak and Cake. And she's like, where? They're like, you know Steak and Cake, the restaurant that serves full platters of steaks and full cakes. <laughs> and that's it. No sides. <laughs> Do you want a baked potato? It's nope. so weird. Do you want any vegetable whatsoever? Nope. Do you want a heart attack in a year? Sign me up. There's the one. <laughs> Just Full, 
Full steaks. Like, going out to eat is, like, really, after church is, like, a big thing. Yeah, you go to breakfast normally. Yeah, but, like, what the fuck is steak and cake? <laughs> I wish, did the you interview ask it? about that to Corbin Burson? <laughs> that's what I want to know. Who goes to steak and cake at about, what, 11 a.m.? <laughs> Maybe 1 p.m.? Just a full 10-pound steak? And, a, like, a full cake. A full cake. Like, there were, like... Five cakes just sitting on the table and like a log platter with like eighteen steaks on it. It was so weird. Not not a single other side. They they nothing. They no, make, water. <laughs> no water. They make nothing else. Oh wait, we forgot at uh, <laughs> at Bible study they were having cookies and lemonade. <laughs> just the food choices. Just movie. yeah, you know how you you like with your chocolate chip cookie a nice glass of lemonade. <laughs> I'm still mad about steak and cake. What the fuck? <laughs> like, I, it, was it supposed to be funny? I think it was supposed to be like steak and shake. I, but why was that the choice? Steak and shake's an actual thing that serves more than those two things. Yeah, no, not a, not, nothing. Just just steak and cake. I like looked over Lauren and like we are going to talk about <laughs> steak and cake. And they were very obvious. I mean, obviously, they just bought a cake, but it was a very clearly store-bought cake. Yeah. This restaurant did not make that cake. <laughs> it wasn't even a restaurant, probably. It was just some... It was just a back room. It was a back lot. When they first started saying steak and cake, I thought that that was, like, the little luncheon that they have post-church. <gasps> I did, too, which is always the best part about church. Like, yeah, the little the table with punch and donuts. <laughs> donuts Love. and orange juice. <laughs> That was that's up my alley. Our church only did it like once a month or something <sighs> like that. I'm sorry, we, every least, Sunday. Unless we would go on different days of the week, and I was just too young to realize that. <laughs> but I felt like it was like a special occasion when they did it. Oh, it, it, sometimes there were spaghetti dinners only, too. Maybe it was only like one one mass time that did it maybe mm-hmm. i don't know yeah when i was an altar boy it, like the sa- saturday night mass would have spaghetti dinners sometimes whoa yeah that was the shit and they would feed you of course and it was amazing <laughs> but so they're at steak and cake i was thinking about telling a story and i'm not going to okay <laughs> They're at Steak and Cake, and then the mom's like, oh, did you tell her about our... See, in my mind, they have southern accents. <laughs> what? Do we know where this takes place? Chicago? No, it originally took place in Chicago. I don't know. But they're there, and the mom's like, did you tell him or tell... What's her name? Oh, Gwyneth. Did you tell Gwyneth about our mission trip? And then he's like, oh yeah, we were on this luxurious vacation where we just stumbled upon a poor village in Mexico and their ch- they had hit been hit by a hurricane and the bell fell down from their church and they've never been the same because their church doesn't have a bell. And my dad, who owns a construction company, is going to go put the bell back up for them and then they're going to be saved. <laughs> And all 40 of us are going to take a full month to put this bell back up. It's like, how long are you gone? A month. And then she freaks out. out. Because he, who she has just met, 
Like maybe has been dating for maybe what three a months? months? A month or two. A month Not or even two. Three. Yeah. And she is freaking out. And for some so and he's, she's like, "When are you leaving?" He goes, "Tomorrow." <laughs> like yeah, he should have given her a heads up, but she is so mad. And it's it's a month. It's a month, and she's like, "Well, we had a good run. I have to break up with him because he's going." Like, oh, well. To Mexico for a month. for a month. It's a one month. He's not moving. If he was going for a year. Then, then that you would have, be, yeah. Then that would be hard to, like, develop a relationship. But, but like, a he, month? He has good service. Yeah, they apparently. have a full conversation via the phone. Like, obviously, it was not a big issue. Mm-hmm. Like, could have communicated. And also, it's a month. It's a month. One four fucking weeks. That's it. But so she's like she's ignoring all his calls. And finally she picks up. I don't really know why. Oh, she fails her presentation about the baldness pill. Yeah. Where for cuz for some reason she just didn't do her fucking job. Yeah. Cuz she's just been focused on dating a guy which is obviously the good message that we need from this movie. <laughs> Don't do your job. Date. Date your boring boyfriend. <laughs> and then, um, so it's like, so then he asks her to come meet them in Mexico. And she's like, well. Oh, okay, can we talk about the presentation? Yes. So first she's like, we'll call it the blue bullet. And it, like, kills baldness. Which, like, isn't that bad. No, it's not bad. And they're like, what? Gun. What a horrible idea. Gun! <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, well, uh, how about... She's making this all up on the spot, by the way. Because she hasn't done it. Because she's bad at her job, apparently. Because it's been a few months and she's done nothing. Yeah. And then she's like, we'll call it Heaven's Rain. Which, again, not horrible. No. And they're like, how dare you? She had God on the brain. Yeah. And then, so, she calls, her boss yells at her, just once, for the first time. And then he called her and is like, come to Mexico. And she's like, great, I'll be there in a second. And then, so she gets to Mexico. And she's wearing, she knows this that this is a mission trip. Mm-hmm. That they are going to be working on something. Yeah. So she wears a sundress and wedges. And seemingly did not pack many pants. At all, apparently. So but she did bring her Christians for Dummies book. Yeah. Which is, that's good. That's so what she, you need. Also, it's been a, a month or two. I haven't, hasn't she read that by now? Yeah, has, I feel like by now she should have gotten what she, she had a long flight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then Pamela calls. Who? Oh, the from friend. From work. And once, once again, she didn't get a new cell phone plan. It's just, you can call in Mexico, apparently. Got that good, good sprint. <laughs> Wireless. So it, then, cr- cricket mobile, man. <laughs> so then um, she goes, well, I have three years of, of time off. Hold on. Absolutely not. <laughs> no job in the history of the world would let you build up three years of and PTO and not make you use it. Even if you do that, you like can't just be like, Leave that day. You gotta give them warning. Yeah. Yeah. Leave for two weeks and just like, goodbye. And then also lie about it. But uh, just how, what is your PTO plan? 
that you accrue three years? She's not that old. <laughs> How long has she been working there? For 20 years? Yeah, to be that bad at the job, too? <laughs> three years? <laughs> That's so much. Maybe she meant, like, I've been working here for three years and I've never taken a day off, so I have, like, three years worth. No, she said, I have three years of vac... Oh, I guess maybe. Maybe that's what it was meant to be. But she goes, I have three years of vacation time. Yeah. I'm, I'm just guessing. What they were... It attention. was so ridiculous. It was It was weird. Uh, so and then... So then, instead of, you know, putting up the bell... They take over a classroom and start indoctrinating these children. And Mama fully expects Gwen to know Spanish for some reason. (laughs) Like, there's a translator who's translating when she's reading the Bible. And then the mom somehow also knows Spanish, though. Oh, you're good. I thought it stopped. And so this little girl, Maria, like, asks a question. And the mom just looks at Gwyneth and is like, Gwyneth, why don't you take that one? And I'm like, why the fuck is she supposed to know Spanish? And, yeah. And then she says something. She was like, oh, good question. And then Kel-Kel takes over. Who also knows Spanish. Who fully knows Spanish and answers it perfectly, apparently. Like. And Maria is satisfied in her question. Like. No, they don't... I don't believe they know Spanish. That part pissed me off. No. Yeah. Because, like, they don't. So many... People who go on mission trips don't know the language of the country they're going to. Like, ever. Unless it was just a separate side hobby that they had. Like, this, this, like, represented a lot of my issues with, like, voluntourism that they... Goes on. Where it's like, oh, let's, like, go to Haiti and, like... Take some pictures with some, like, young, poor black kids and, and like, feel leave. good about myself for a few years. Like, no! That's shitty! That doesn't help anybody! No, you put up a bell. Their town was destroyed by a hurricane, and you put up a bell and, fixing and, then, the and church? then read them the Bible. How is that helpful? <laughs> they need resources and homes. Yeah. And, like, even, like, going, if you, like, volunteering, like, you can't just go for, like, a fucking week. That doesn't really do anything. Like you can't make a lasting you can't make a lasting impact by putting a couple nails into like a board and putting up like half a house. No. And then she apparently made a very good impression on Maria, even though she was there for two weeks and didn't <laughs> and even left answer early. The question. Didn't even leave didn't even answer the question. She wasn't even there for the full month that everyone else like, was there. Where did Maria get her address? That's a good question. She didn't sign or her, up. Or even her name. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, she's like, I'm Gwyneth Hayden, apartment A. This is my address. <laughs> this is my mailman who but knows so, who I am and my address. The, like, when she, for some reason, because she doesn't speak Spanish, everyone figures out she's not actually Christian. No, the kids found it in her book. But, like, it, it was bed. two parts. Because, like, you yeah. could tell, she, was, she had that voiceover. She was like, I could tell at that moment. Mama didn't reali- realize I wasn't Christian because she didn't speak Spanish, which doesn't make sense. But then uh, some kid found the book and gave it to Paul Wood. Paul, we haven't ta- we haven't even like ex- like just talked about the fact that his name is Paul Wood. It's uh, what a choice. So, <laughs> and then she tells Paul Wood, and Paul Wood, but, but Paul Wood knew. Yeah, Paul Wood's like, I know. 
the the like a similar thing happens in the worst movie I saw at Sundance. Sorry, this movie fucking pissed me off. And once it comes out, I want to do it because I fucking hate this movie so it? much. It's called Adam. It's gross, but like it's it's about he like this guy goes to visit his sister in New York City in like 2006, and she's like um, she's a lesbian. She's like big into like the LGBT scene there, and like he talks to this Rose girl. Burn. Wait, that's That's a different movie, yeah. He talks to this girl, and um, they, like, start to hit it off. And then at the end of the night, she was like, I've never dated, like, a trans guy before. And he just goes along with it. It was like, yeah, I'm trans. And it's so gross and so disgusting. And they, like, have sex, even though he's, like, lying about his gender like that. And, like, oh, he, no. he's all, oh, also, he's 17, and he tells her he's 20. Oh, no. So that's gross Is this too. It? I, probably. Oh no. Yeah, that's not it. But I, I hated it so much. But at the end, when he reveals, there's a lot of movies named Adam. <laughs> at the end, when he reveals that he um was lying, she's like, "Yeah, I knew," and is like cool with it. And it's so gross. This sounds awful. Yeah, and she's like, she's like a lesbian, but she's like, "Oh, now that I had sex with a." straight man looks like I'm bisexual now. It's like, ew! No! Oh. It was gross. It was a horrible movie. I hated it so much. But that reminds... At least in this case, he breaks up with her for lying. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, yeah, so he breaks up with her for lying, and then she goes home from Mexico. And then Pam, like, tells the boss she had strep throat, and she's like, what? I bought you a month off work. Which is not how strep throat works. No, she, she okay, so she, the boss walks away, and she's like, really? Strep throat? <coughs> I couldn't have had the flu or a cold. You ha- Like, you had to be so dramatic with strep throat. And she's like, what, I bought you two weeks off work? What? No! Strep, strep throat, you get an antibiotic, and you're back within 24 hours. <laughs> like, you might still be a little sick, but you're not... You would go back to yeah. work, you, like, maybe two days. You could take two days yeah, off. Like, go for it. Say, like, oh, sorry, she has a, like, staph infection. Or even the flu. Or yeah. I don't know, she's like... pregnant. Gangrene. <laughs> There's... Food poisoning. Yeah. Uh, no, that would. That's not that. That's a one and done. Or she. She has gingivitis. I don't know. Definitely not strep throat. That's one thing everyone knows for sure. You'll be back within like a couple days. Yeah. So that was dumb. But then, so she like. And then she gets her her bike repaired again. Yeah, and like we getting. Forgot her... that she got her bike repaired. Oh yeah, yeah. Corbin Burton's there. She like looks at him, and he's like bending over, like with his hairy, madly chest exposed, and there's like a cross dangling from it. It's a weird fucking shot. And then that's why she buys cross earrings. Yeah, earlier, but then she's like, "Go get her bike repaired." He talks about it. He misses his wife. She sings the, she sees the Christian mingle, um, Thing commercial again. again, and then she like just kind of decides to all of a sudden become Christian. Yeah. Even though, like, I don't see why she would, like, all of a sudden believe in all this stuff. Yeah, then she starts going to a, a church. Yeah, like a cool church. Yeah. Like, that's just, like, in a shopping mall. It's Yeah, it's in a plaza. <laughs> and she, she really starts going to God's church. <laughs> 
I also just don't understand how he makes money. All he does is repair bicycles. I mean, maybe in the city there's a lot of bikers. Sure. Maybe they're in, like, a hipster city. And just lots of bikes. Yeah. Yeah, but so she just kind of decides to become Christian. And it still feels like it's for Paul. Oh, absolutely. And so that's why, like, I don't get the message of this movie. If they're, like... Because they're, like, advertising Christian Mingle. But then they're also, like, she, go Christian. She should be Christian. But they're, they're also, like, go Christian for a man. But then they're also, like, but that's not what we're doing. But that is what they do. Because she is really happy with herself and how she has found him. Capital H. Yeah. And then, so she goes to his church. Waits for the, everyone to leave. And then walks like, in. Like, doesn't just go in the church. She definitely just could have went to Mass. Yeah. She went to that church before, and now she's, like, super into Jesus. So, like, why couldn't she have just gone to church? Yeah. But instead, she waited outside, and then walked in, and then saw Paul Wood, and then he goes, oh, I'm surprised to see you here. And it's like, well, she just walked in. It's not like she went to Mass. Yeah. And then... And uh, then Lauren called this reveal. I did. All they did was they sh- they gave a shot of Kel Kel, and I was like, oh, I bet they're dating. And then, yeah, they were dating now. And so Lacey Chabert's all upset. She's like, I want, she's not like, but like, I want Christian for you. That's yeah. not what actually she says. But also it's like, why, why did he even start dating Kel? I don't know, because she had Mama nothing going on Mama got what she wanted? Her. Yeah, she, he was doing what Mama wanted. I feel like that was just about it. Yeah. But then they have a conversation. Yeah, but then she's like, can I see you? And Paul's like, I guess. So they get coffee again. And he's, and then she goes in on Kelly. And it's like, she's a bitch. She's not right for you. You're on the wrong path. You're doing what your mom wants. Have a personality for once, Paul. Is essentially the base message. And it's like very mean. Yeah, it's like a lot. And then, Especially for someone who is one, your ex, and two, you haven't seen in like a couple months. Yeah, and who lied to you the entire your you really, the, relationship. Yeah. Your entire relationship was based on a lie. Yeah, like uh, we, we need to remind you how unlikable Lacey Chabert is in this movie. She's a really shitty person. Like, you're not rooting for her. No. Like, uh, like so, like, from his point of view, he was like, I need to find a nice Christian woman. So he goes on... Christian Mingle. Christian Mingle, which is, like, what you do. Meets this girl. She's, like, quirky and fun, I guess. Yeah, and she's, like, tr- making you try new things, like you're exploring. And then she's upset because she'll miss out a whole month of seeing you... <laughs> Or whatever. So you invite her to Mexico mm-hmm. for your mission trip. She shows up, was lying, and you find out she was lying to you the whole time, and then she leaves. After, like, being so mad at you. And then it's next fall. For leaving. <laughs> and then it's fall, which was, like, from, so a full half it's of a year. It's at least six months later. A half a year. And then she comes back into your life and it's like, oh, I got real into Jesus. And he was like, okay. And then she just starts going in on your girlfriend. Yeah. It's like, who are you? And look, this it's is been like, longer than our entire relationship. <laughs> this is a good part, because he's like, he actually gets mad at her for what she's saying. And he does the best Christian read you could do. I'll pray for you, but I'm never talking to you again. <laughs> and he gets up and leaves. But before then, he does explain how she gave birth to the baby. <sighs> he says, I don't remember the girl's name, but the my belly girl. <laughs> he goes, yeah, she had her baby in Mexico, right in the square, just like she wanted. <laughs> her birth plan was to give birth 
in Mexico on a dirt ground in front in a village in front of everybody. Probably by the bell. By the bell. While the bell was ringing. <laughs> That was her birth plan, just like she wanted. In no the, epidural, in the, in nothing. In the middle of the square. It was specified. It's it like, was in the middle of the square. It's the throwaway lie, but we had to, like, take a break. <laughs> and then they keep showing a donkey every time they're in Mexico. And I was like, was the donkey there? <laughs> was the donkey receiving the baby? Is the donkey helping out? Maybe she was on the donkey. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, apparently, like, I guess, he, like, riding horseback can, like, help offset birth. Not offset, but, like, start. Start it? Yeah, start labor. Probably... Uh, break your water. Yeah. So, that is important. It was, that was the wildest part. (laughs) I was like, what? And then, so yeah, he gets mad at her for obvious reasons. And then, um, she's, during the conversation, she was like, oh, it can rain for 40 days and 40 nights, and then it's raining, and then she's upset because he turned her down, and it's raining, and God's mad at her. Yeah. And then she gets a letter. And the doorman recognizes her. The mailman sees her face and goes, oh, this is who you are and this is your apartment, right? Yeah. Like, why would your mailman recognize your face? I guess unless she's lived there a while. And it's gotten the mail by hand every day and it's the same mailman. Sometimes you do. Yeah, who knows? Or. So he gets, she gets a letter from Maria. Maria, who she didn't talk to at all. No, she didn't even answer the question that Maria asked. Kel Kel did. Yeah. And once again, she was barely there and barely did anything, lied the whole time, and then left. <laughs> left early. <laughs> left early. Came late, left early. <laughs> and Maria sends her a letter and is like thanking her so much for everything that she did, which once again was nothing. Like, and <laughs> included is a picture. Of, like, Maria with the bell, like, doing, like, the Taurus pose where, like, look, I'm holding it. (laughs) So she gets a picture, and she's, like, oh, so the letter is being read by Maria in the most... Fake, broken English. horrible... It was very hard to listen to how, like, horribly offensive sounding this accent was. Yeah. It was just real bad. We don't need to go on on it because it was really uncomfortable. Yeah. And then, so that letter alone just convinces Gwyneth, Gwenny, Gwenny, to move to Mexico to and, that village and become an English teacher. Like, sure, okay. Someone who does get yeah, doesn't speak Spanish. No, who we know for sure doesn't speak Spanish, and just decides, yeah, I'm gonna move to Mexico. And then someone runs into her class. After once she's teaching Maria how to how to speak English. Yeah, and he speaks in Spanish, and she's like, "Get not in my classroom. <laughs> this is English only." God, she's like sounds like a fucking Trumpy. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the other thing. Is it's this movie came out in 2014, and they keep talking about how it's good to laugh, you know, now when everything's going on, and it was yeah. in 2014. Yeah, that whole what day, was going on in 2014? He's like, you're funny, we need funny in the world right now. And it's like, you can tell this was written by a Republican, because that's when Obama was president. <laughs> it's like, what was going, yeah, what was bad in 2014? I mean, I'm sure there was bad stuff. Yeah, but like, not as. Comparatively, not, though. Th- what the world reads right now is humor. 
Ebola was in 2014. <laughs> Maybe that's what they were talking about. The what was? <laughs> Ebola. <laughs> Is this really about Ebola. <laughs> the Ebola crisis? Uh, the Malaysian airline thing happened in 2014. So they're like, come to the church. Someone's there for you. And so she does. There's just a guy putting up a... Oh, it's Christmas again. Oh, yeah, it's Christmas. The movie starts, like, on Christmas, and now it's Christmas again. I think it's one year later. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when she's teaching English. Yeah. It's a year later. And then someone runs into her room and is like, someone called for you at the church. She's like, okay. And she goes to the church. And then, who's there but Paul Wood? I bet you didn't see that coming. Who put on a different shirt, and now it's unbuttoned, which shows that he's now laid back and relaxed. Who else would come? Paul Wood. (laughs) I'm sorry. I hate you. (laughs) Paul could if he would. And then he's like, yeah, I I broke up with Kelly. Like, months later after her, because of your words. Yeah, like, that happened in fall, and that is now Christmas. And... So then they make out. Not quite. Not quite. Not no, not as much as at the end. <laughs> so they just like kiss a little bit more. It's more intense than but which by the way, their second kiss. Yeah. Their first like, kiss was after Bible. And study. it's not like the second kiss shown, it's like definitely the second kiss. Yeah. Cause they dated for so little. Exact the they, it was basically not even a relationship. Yeah. And be like, you wouldn't even say, oh, that was my ex-boyfriend. And be like, oh, that's just a guy I dated briefly. Yeah. So then, um, then we skip to another year later, and then... Was it? Or was it just it like said, a week later? Because it said next Christmas again. That's crazy. Because they were under the mistletoe. That's so weird. So then... But like, I think it's a week later. No, it said next Christmas. it was like slightly before Christmas. Do you want to pull it up? Like, because it just, it, why would it, it can't be a full year later. That wouldn't make any sense. It was just showing how some months later, Paul returns to the village. Is that all it says? Yeah. Damn it. It can't be. I. It said next Christmas. Yeah, because like. But it said next Christmas beforehand. It wasn't, no, it wasn't officially Christmas though. I'm pulling it up. Ugh. I just decided to include that little bit from the beginning. Yep, see, good cell service. <laughs> oh, here's a kiss. Oh, yep, very clearly. The There's same. like no tongue at all. There's no even lip movement. And he 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 has side sweat bangs now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he does. Okay, there's a little lip movement. Nope. They're pretty stationary. So he's like setting up for Christmas. So your papa, I've gotten to know him a 
He looks like a different person. He really does. Just hugging the kids, it's so weird. And then they're bringing the fucking donkey into the school. (laughs) Don't even get me started on how gross that is. That violates a code somewhere. (laughs) No, I'm not like, I meant like, like, how like, racially uncomfortable it is. Oh, we went to- no, no, it oh, happens exactly. halfway through the credits, yeah. It's the after credits scene. <laughs> Was it Cal Cal and anything else? I can look it up. Here, I'll look it up after. You need to watch that. It says next Christmas. It's coming after this. I've definitely heard this song before. That's on you. She was in a Sarah Bareilles music video. Christmas Day. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad. It, this is the description of the plot IMDb. Gwyneth Hayden has it all. A top-notch career, killer wardrobe, dream apartment, and great friends. <laughs> the only thing she's missing is a man. In a moment of inspired desperation, she fills out a profile on the dating website ChristianMingle.com, hoping to find Mr. Right. However, Gwyneth's Christianity is a little rusty, and her attempts at impressing her dream guy end in disaster when he calls her out for her faux faith. In an honest realization, she sees her superficial life for what it really is, and is driven to create a personal relationship with God. Yep. Her life's not that superficial, though. No, it's not a, even a little. It's bit. not shown that at all. If that was the message they were I mean, going she for, they is, did not play kind it. of. But oh, because yeah, we didn't keep talking about. So we, then it fast forward a few days to Christmas. Apparently, I thought it was a full year. And they are sitting on a couch, and she put her mistletoe above the couch, which is a weird <laughs> where, place to put. Uh, where else would you put your mistletoe? <laughs> and then they are just a hardcore making out on the couch, and she like kind of gets on top of him a little bit. <laughs> it's like very. They're res- not married yet, though. They're are they married. living together? That's extreme. That's a lot. That's a lot because <laughs> they're in Mexico. Apparently, he quit his job now too. What even was his job? I don't know. I don't think. Did, did they ever talk about Papa? it? Did he just want to rock and roll? (laughs) I think he worked for Papa. So, she's, like, kind of, like, not really on top of him, but, like, getting there, and it's like, whoa, this is a lot for a Christian. You're not married! (laughs) You're not married. Think of the children. (laughs) So... That's that movie. So, yeah, that is Christian oh, Mingle. But the re- I've, I wrote it down. We've we glossed over how he tells Gwen Gwyneth that he's not with Kel Kel anymore. He goes because she looks for him, her, and she he says, "Oh, Kel Kel's not here. She's not with me here, or here." And then puts his hand <laughs> over his heart. And that's how you know he broke up with Kel Kel. Wait, what was that knock-knock joke that almost made me leave the room? <laughs> Something about heaven, wasn't it? It was like, uh, oh yeah. Heaven, heaven, you... Oh, it was heaven. Okay, so this is what the knock-knock joke was. When was it in the movie? 
I don't remember. Okay. Knock, knock, knock. Who's there? Heaven. Heaven who? Heaven, you missed me. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot even tell you horror. where that happened. Was it there in the church? No. Yes, it, it was. was. It was it? when she came back to the church. Yeah. So this is some things I want to say. Uh, the plot keywords that are on um, IMDb. I'm ready. Did you see those? No, I didn't. The top five that it displays is dating. Okay. Prominent product placement. <laughs> product placement. Judgmental. <laughs> and Christianity. Yep, that sums it up. Career woman, Bible. Those aren't as fun. Again, she's not that much of a career woman because obviously she skips out on her job at any given chance. And then quits. Okay, so what is the first segment we usually do? I don't know. I feel like we can start with one one reviews. <laughs> what do you feel like doing first? So this is funny. Some of the one reviews are actually Christians who ate this movie. Really? Because they just are using random Bible. Apparently they use random Bible references. And, like, they'll say, like, the numbers and then do a quote that isn't those numbers. Really? Yeah. Because apparently they said it was James 1, 7 through 8, but it was actually James 1, 2 through 3. Yeah, and one of them's... This is another one about Christians who, like, say this is not at all what Christianity's like. And then the, uh, I want Paul to be shot with the, a blue pill gun. <laughs> if God exists, why did he let this movie happen? And this one says the amount, it's, the, it's about the scripture being wrong. And then part of it says the amount of times the family said praise God was embarrassing. <laughs> but it's, a, it's still a two stars. But it's called offensive, anti-Christian, and racist. That's fair. This one says this movie manages to have a slightly racist undertones and has a weird subplot about hair growth pills. I'm not <laughs> kidding. I prefer FarmersOnly.com. That was a one-star review. This one says it's still two stars, two stars, but it says watch this film if you don't enjoy watching humanity. It's obvious that Christian Mingle is racist against black and Mexican people, but I'm not even sure it likes white Christian people or it would make them look so damn stupid. <laughs> That's what it, it's like. It doesn't portray Christianity in a good light. You know what I mean? I, I need to read these. Some things that happen in Christian Mingle. Within the first two minutes, the only black female character is called Oprah. <laughs> we forgot to talk <laughs> we about forgot that. forgot to talk about that. A Mexican girl runs up and hugs Lacey Shaw. Is it Chalamet? I thought it was Chabert. That was Chabert. Maybe they're confusing Timothy <laughs> Chalamet. It says Buenos Dias, Senorita, because she's so excited to be colonized. <laughs> oh. One of the oh yeah, we forgot when she gets out of when she gets out of the car getting to Mexico, some girl just runs up and hugs her. And another person takes her luggage and she's like, Where are you taking my luggage? And some man that we've never seen before and don't see again comes up and goes, <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> you only just got to a foreign country and someone took your bags and ran away. It's fine. I don't see any other good ones. <laughs> Off screen, one of the whites gives birth to the middle of the town square in the in the Pueblo, just like she wanted. They have hospitals in Mexico. <laughs> what is wrong with you? One of, uh, you know, IMDb gives a 
some goofs. Yeah. This goof says, Gwyneth says a prayer, as seen in the trailer, thanking God for bringing Paul and I together. It should be Paul and me. Come on. Oh, my God. If I was an English major and I'm still like, who fucking cares? <laughs> Sorry, I have an English degree. I forget that. I'm still an English major. <laughs> you always will be. So, drinking game. I just had to add Christian Mingle to my movies I've seen this year. List. I'm not happy about it. I still... What is that called? Letterbox? Yeah. Isn't Girl, Girls' Nights on Letterbox? Yeah. Uh, guys, if the <laughs> movie we made, written and directed by Lauren, starring me, <laughs> is on Letterbox and also YouTube. <laughs> it's called Girls' Night, and yes, most of the reviews are, re- are confusing it with Girls' Trip. <laughs> that is true. But go check it out. Yeah. We got three stars for Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was crazy we got her to do our short film. <laughs> Mine and Sydney's short film. I and mean, we we did get one one-star review that says, Why was this made? Hope it made no money. <laughs> Good news. It did. <laughs> it got me an A-. minus. It's also available for to be illegally streamed, even though it's on, on YouTube. It's like, who's, if someone's paying for this, please, I am not getting any residuals. Meh, it was a shame they didn't make it something funnier as there were all comedic geniuses part of the cast. That could be about. <laughs> Wait, did you pull it up? Yeah, I have it up right now. Even though it's fucking funny. And it it has our it has a 3.1 rating. That's not bad. It says 91 people watched it. That's so funny. Our average but is it has, three stars. it has our description and all of our names on it. We got two half-star ratings. But it's like, is it for us or is it for the girls' trip? I, I, I think the five stars are all us, <laughs> and then everything else is girls' trip. Rate, review, and more. I watched it, and I liked it. Five stars. I, I It has five stars for me. Honestly, though, as for a drinking game... Don't drink and watch this movie. But still, like, I don't know. I feel like take a shot every time he wears the same shirt. (laughs) I say open three beers. Finish your drink when she says, my belly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Finish your drink. Keep going. It's working. This one's going to be hard because it happens right after my belly. But finish your drink every time you get the little finger wave. (laughs) But hi, hi. Hi, hi. Like the red, it's like the red rum finger from The Shining. She's like doing the same motion. But instead of saying red rum, she's like, hi, hi. (laughs) And uh, take a sip every time something vaguely, like you feel like whatever's happening is racist. Yep. I feel like that's enough. You'll be drunk. Drink until you see God. (laughs) Get drunk. Make a Christian Mingle account. (laughs) Make live your own movie. Um, I feel like that's enough. What? 
Okay, did you want to do a sequel? Is that what you said? Or, or like a rewrite or sequel, which I think is the same idea where it's like, let's make like Tinder the movie. I think Tinder the movie would be fun. What about Grinder the movie? <laughs> that's, I think that's just That porn. exists, it's called porn, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or let, 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 let's make Farmers Only. Farmers Only the movie. What are other dating? I don't know what other dating apps are there. Bumble. <laughs> but Which is this, but like slightly more feminist. <laughs> Even then. But still racist. It's still racist. <laughs> you gotta still, you can't get rid of the racism. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel, I, I don't know. Uh, what do you, okay, so, yeah, so we're just done. What do, you, what do you rate this movie? Make a porno. <laughs> You can't. I'm not letting you cut out our porn conversation this time, Lauren. <laughs> I won't cut it out. There's been at least <laughs> three times we've discussed porn, and Lauren cuts it out every time. It seems a little much. You guys are missing out. <laughs> I won't let it happen. Subscribe to our Patreon for our, <laughs> for our porn discussion. You, you, send us some like por- one star pornos. No, <laughs> we'll review them. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Just send it to Gwen. <laughs> All right. So, what do you rate this? I'm gonna give it half a star. Yeah. I really hated it a lot. Like, I, I didn't like any characters. I thought it was more fun than other stuff we've seen. I didn't think it was that fun. Like, other than like my belly. My belly. Like the whole pregnancy subplot was the only part I thought was fun because it was insane. <laughs> And it, why can't we see that birth? <laughs> I want a movie about that. <laughs> that's how we rewrite Wait, it. that's a porno. <laughs> <laughs> What's your rating? <laughs> I was going to say one. That's fair, yeah. Just because it's not, I mean, and I don't look at it as if I would watch it again, and I probably, I would not. I would not watch this again. No. If I had to, I could sit through it again, I think. This felt long, That's too. That's why it's... <laughs> it happened again. I it, Like, an hour in, I go and check the time, and it still had... It was only an hour in, and we both, like, sighed exhaustedly at the I same time. I thought the time. Act 2 break happened so early on, and it was, I guess, the first act, maybe? Mm-hmm. I was like, That's it has to be wrapping up soon. No. But it wasn't... Like, this movie was shorter, but it still felt so long. It felt very long. We, we were going to do a different movie. We won't tell you what, because we might do it some other time, but we chose not to because it was so long. <laughs> and then this one just felt even longer. Yeah. I'm sure it would have felt faster if we did the other one. Mm-hmm. But is that all our segments? It's on you to remember. <laughs> <laughs> you think, to be, uh, do we want, okay, we just recorded one yesterday, and I still don't remember. If that's it. If that's it. <laughs> right now you have like a curl sticking out of your head. Do you look cute? We'll say that's all our segments. You can find us on Twitter at One Star Movies. 
You can find Lauren on Twitter at Mola Turnup, not the vegetable. Not the vegetable. <laughs> and you can you can find Quinn on Twitter at underscore Quinn Latifah. Like the rapper. Like the rapper. But my name instead. Like like uh, her famous role in Twenty Two Jump Street. Is she in that movie? Um, of course she is. I don't remember for her. one scene. Lauren, I've only seen it once. We ha- can we watch it again? <laughs> Yeah. We won't discuss it on this podcast because it's brilliant and amazing. I, I, did I tell you about the one time I saw it, though, how I had a horrible experience? Yes. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, Because my, my friend went to get a refill on his drink, and I was like, oh, just refill mine, too. And he hands it to me, holding it by the lid. <laughs> well, and the entire thing drops all over <laughs> me, right in the middle of it. I have, like, a, it's not a similar experience. But I, The Amazing Spider-Man 2... <laughs> I went to see it with my friend, and I'm scarred because at one point a man walked behind me and tapped me on the <gasps> shoulder. Why? And I was like, oh my god. Why? They were in the showing before, and they lost their phone. Oh. And so they were like, ha- they were like, can you look for it? That, that but it was, was like right in the middle of like an intense like action scene, and it scared the shit out of yeah, me. Yeah, that's horrible. Um, then we were looking around, we didn't find it. And then we, me and my we we found it afterwards. The movie was over, but. That was not it's very the only time someone's dropped a drink on me during a movie. Really? It happened when I saw Infinity War, where her, this guy spills his drink on me, like, before the movie starts. And then his daughter, who he was with, was, like, this annoying-ass Marvel fan who would not shut up. And also, it was, like, way after Infinity War was released, so I was surprised so this was like her first time day. seeing it. Oh, it was way past, because I, like... I've been superhero movied out, so I wasn't, like, racing to see it. But every time either um, Tom Holland or um, Loki, whatever it is, Tom Hiddleston, any of the Toms, she'd go, my son. Every time she would gasp. Oh, I hate it. Like, when when, um, uh, Tom Holland evaporates... She's like, no, baby. And she's like audibly crying. Like, you can hear her. And I'm like, I fucking hate you. It was horrible. It was the worst movie. Uh, That and um, Spider-Man Homecoming were the two worst movie experiences I've ever had. Because we went on like the cheap movie night. And there were a bunch of children, no adults around, who did not shut up the whole time. Uh, My brother tells this story because he worked at a movie theater. uh, And... He was working when Infinity War came out, and there was like a. It was after we had seen it because mm-hmm. we saw it like opening night, and then it was like a, that weekend. And this like parents came with like their little like four or five year old boy or whatever, might have been a little bit older, but he was wearing a Spider Man costume, oh! going to see it, and Tyler was like, "Oh no, <laughs> he's gonna be upset." <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad! <laughs> Hopefully he went and saw Spider-Verse and he felt better. Hey, you could just tell him Spider-Man's with God now. Oh, no. K-bye! <laughs> Set, cut, print. <laughs>